Hey, thank you for listening to Real Faith Radio, presented by Praise Chapel Las Vegas. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, and wherever podcasts are streamed. You can also visit PraiseChapelLasVegas.com and follow us on social media at PC Las Vegas to stay connected with PCLV. Thank you again for listening. Here comes today's message. Envision my life to be uh, standing before people, preaching, teaching, you know, guiding. That that wasn't the lifestyle that I had chosen for me. I wanted to do other stuff. I wanted to be a gangster my whole life. That didn't work out. But uh, God has better plans for us. Can you guys say Amen? Our plans are not His plans. It, it tells you. And I've heard this joke many times. If you want to make God laugh, just tell him your plans. And he'll laugh in your face. That's not what he has, you know. Uh, But I am honored tonight for many reasons, um, you know, that I get to speak the word to to his people, his kids, his children. And I love it, you know. I I know my calling. My calling was to, to go out into areas that another man wants to go. And I've been there. I've been doing it by his grace and his love and, and by his guidance. Because uh, there's many things that I could be doing than going to the streets and getting dirty with the rest of them. And so I just give God all the, all, all the glory and all the honor for tonight. And for every time that I wake up and I'm breathing and that I'm sober, I could be doing a lot of many things, like I said before. I see many different faces in here that that have impacted my life in many different ways. And I've also seen people in here that I'm thankful that God's using me to impact their lives. So that being said, let's um, get into this word because um, that's what I like doing is just get into it. You know, we've already ushered him in. I felt him. I know he's here. Um, you know, the, the, the song that we sang, um, that he will leave the 99 for that lost one, you know, I was that lost one. You were that lost one. If, if, you don't, if you don't understand what that means, that means that he left the 99 to go find you wherever you were at. Wherever you were at, he went to go look for you. And that's, to me, that's a father. When your kids get lost, what do you do? You go look for them. When you hear them, because we have the infant classroom all the way in the very back. Why do you think it's all the way in the very back, you guys? Why do you think it's there? Because a mom hears that baby crying. Oh, that's mine. You're gone. So we try to put them as far away so you won't hear those babies crying. Because you want to you get out. Go get them. Right? I see some guys too. Not, to, not just the moms. The fathers do too. But that's what your heavenly father does for you. He will leave them and go. Go get them. Thank him. Whenever you remember, you like, you know, we, we sing songs. They're not just songs. Those are outlets, and, and, and it's opening up the heavens so God can just hear you crying and listening to what you're saying to him that day. 
you know, uh, my message tonight, I, I entitled it, Let's Find a New Name. You guys can just already start wondering and thinking. Don't daydream, you guys. Don't daydream. I won't give you that time. Don't daydream. Just listen to the words because it ain't my words. It's God's words. This is not Fino up here speaking. It's my body, but it's Christ. They put this word together for you guys. I fasted three days for this. Three days for this. You know how hard it is to fast? You see the size of this body? You know how hard it is to fast food and not eat for this body of Christ to be fed? It's hard. I'm a diabetic. I take medication. I get Looney Tunes. I do, but God is good. God is good. Can you guys say amen? Amen. You know, we do, we do have a father that loves us so much that he will take care of us at all times, even when you don't want him. That hurts. But how many times do your kids say, I don't need you? I have adult kids. They, they say it a lot, you guys. But then they come. They come around. See, what happened was, no, not what happened was, okay? You guys be a great, great leadership. Be great parents. Love on them. Let's find a new name. Can you guys think of a new name for yourselves? I can think of a lot of names for you. And the world can think of names for you. Check this out. I've been called many names in my lifetime. Many different names. Names because of how I responded, the way you said things to me, things that I did, right? You respond a certain way, oh, that, that dude's angry all the time. That woman, oh, she don't even know how to speak. You've been called out of your name many different ways. At different opportunities, the world will give you names that Sometimes you carry that you shouldn't be carrying around. Right? You're going to get quiet. But don't worry, we'll, we'll keep going. You know, at, at, at a certain point, I didn't really care what name you called me. I didn't care what you had to say about me. I didn't care. But I'm learning something different that... It does matter what people think about you. It does matter the name they call you because you should be reflecting God the whole time. And if they're calling you any other name but a man of God or a woman of God, then they're mistalking about you. You're not representing God the way you're supposed to be. Because they should be seeing Christ in you, right? Our pastor tells us all the time. If I go to your job, do they know that you're a Christian? If I go to your school, do they know that you're a Christian? Do you proclaim to be a Christian everywhere besides in church? It gets dirty up in here. I told you. It's Wednesday service. This ain't Sunday service. This ain't the all oh, peace and love, everything's going to be happy. No, this is real. Do they know 
that you're a Christian. We must be reflecting our Lord and Savior, right? There's many people in the Bible that also did not allow what people said about them or how they would call them out dictate what they were going to be in life. There's many of them. I don't know why I'm shaking. I don't shake up here. Hold on. I don't know. I don't shake up here, you guys. The enemy's a liar. I'll tell you that right now. The enemy's a liar right now. I'll tell you that. We hear of many men in the Bible. We hear of a man that was a murderer, right? You hear the word murdering right away. You start like, ooh, I got my mama gun coming in here. Right? Why do you think that way? Right away, our nature is to judge why or how and are they still killing. That's our nature, right? That's the key word right there, you guys. It's our nature. It's not his nature, right? What does he look at? Looks at the heart. We don't even ask, like, what happened? Why Why is he? Why has he? Or why she? What happened? Right away, we just judge. That's, our, that's, that's part of our nature. We also hear about the adulterers. Now, again, our nature saying they can't be trusted. Right? They're married. They're over here sleeping around. We do that, you guys. This church does that. This church is not exempt. We do that. Come on. We're not. This church is not perfect. Stop it. Stop it. I, I know this church. I've been around for a long time in this church. I'm going to start dropping dimes on people right now. Myself included. I've been around since 2005 in this church. I know what this church has been through. We're not perfect, you guys. No church is perfect. That perfect church doesn't exist. That perfect church is when you hit Christ in heaven. That's when you'll be in the perfect church. Until then, don't, don't try to look for that right church. It ain't going to happen. You're just going to be fleeing from church to church to church to church and not getting fed, not getting built, not even growing. Because the whole time you're just looking for that one. Stop running, you guys. Stop running. People's credibility goes out the window when you hear about their past, right? Right away. I was told by one of my bosses that's actually sitting here, don't tell them your past. What I do? I told everybody my past. Oh, yeah. They're sitting right there. I don't lie. You can ask anybody what I tell you right now. Ask them about what I said. Some it worked. Some didn't work. But 
You know what they did get? They got a loyal employee. I was loyal. But our credibility does go out the window when you hear about their past. We have people that come of certain part of the city. Right away we say, don't, hey, they're from Nordtown. Those are baby kids. You know where they're from the west side because they, they, their airlines up here. <laughs> Only the ones that are laughing know what I'm talking about. Listen, listen. Don't laugh because it's true. You say Southern California, what do you hear? You heard it? Game bangers, what do you hear? Gangsters, that's what you hear. That's what we do. It's our nature to right away start judging people, throwing names on them. Come on, tell the truth, shame the devil, right? Those guys from that side of town are wicked. That's all you get from that side of town, wickedness. But when you want elote, where do you go? Just saying. The people from Mexico City, DFE, are known. Listen, when you meet somebody from Mexico from the city, Mexico City, DFE, right away they say, watch out, put your wallets away. Hey, and I know because my stepfather's from DFA, and he's a great man. He's a hardworking man. But again, they were they were already throwing a name on them because of where they lived or where they came from. People get bad raps because of just the name calling that somebody started. Nobody even knows where it started from. When are we, men and women of God, going to stop walking in the names that people call us and start walking in the name that he calls us? Sons and daughters of the high, right? That's who we, we are. The moment that you accept him into your life, you are no longer supposed to be walking in the old, right? Walk in Christ. Walk Talk and act like Christ. Resemble him. How do you do that, you say? Simple. Just let him and let God do what he does best. Transform you, change you from the inside out. I know some of us, you know, we go back to our old ways. But um, I, I can't have hair. He, he gave me money to get, grow my hair out one time, and that's as far as it went. Ten years Ten years I had long hair for a long time, right, Dave? Ten long years. Man, that was long. But um, <laughs> let's not just hear my words. Let's, let's put Scripture behind all of this, okay? Let's put Scripture behind it. Exodus 2, 11 through 15. If you guys can get that up there, if you guys can do it. Um, I know that last time we were having some difficulties because uh, – they're getting trained still over there, but it's all right. We love you. We appreciate you guys. And, I, you know, I complained about I needed glasses. I needed glasses. When you got glasses, guess, guess what? 
I scratched them all up right away. Yeah. That's the truth, man. That's the truth. Exodus 2.11, you guys not there yet? Hold up, I'll get there. 2.11, it says here, uh, Moses flees to uh, Midian. Now it came to pass in those days when Moses was, was grown that he went out to his brethren and looked at the brethren, and he saw an Egyptian beating a Hebrew, one of his brethren. So he looked this way and that way, and when he saw no one, he killed the Egyptian and hid him in the sand. And when he went out the second day, behold, two Hebrew men were fighting. He, saw to, he said to the one who did the wrong, why are you striking your companion? Then he said, who made you a prince and judge over us? Do you intend to kill me as you killed the Egyptian? You see, I, I, I hear two things right there. I hear one thing. He didn't intend that morning to just wake up and say, you know what, I'm going to go kill somebody. Right? Things happen in our lives that we don't intend on doing. But we've already done it. What do you do next? You try to hide it. But the word was already out about him. They already had names for him. He's a murderer. He's a killer. Right away they're going to tell him, what are you going to do? Oh, are you going to kill me too? Right? You see that this murderer didn't wake up that morning and said, like I said, I'm going to go kill somebody. This is just me talking, you guys, right here. He might have seen how bad this Egyptian was beating his fellow Hebrew and seen no other way but to kill him. If I see something going down outside, I'm telling you right now, if I see something going down outside, I'm going to intervene. And it might happen that there ain't no other way. You understand? If something's happening to one of you guys outside or anybody out there and I see this going down, I'm going to intervene. I've done it. My wife's been around when I've done it. I'm not saying to murder because now you're going to start walking out this church. But what I'm saying is things happen, you guys. Okay? Things happen. We know that he hid the body. And when he hid the body, check this out. When he hid it, what did he go do afterwards? You guys know? No? That means you guys got to finish reading it, huh? At your guys' time. He went and hid, right, until God called him out. Right? God called him out. Not only did he call him out, but he called him a new name. Right? Because he was able to come out of hiding. Check this out. God called him out to go back and help God's children come out of Pharaoh's hands. Moses knew he was a, a wanted man. 
but yet he didn't care about what people thought of him. He knew his heart that he was not those things. He wasn't that those things those people were calling him, that murderer, the, the one who's just going around killing on people. Because right away they were going to say, oh, you're going to try to kill me too. He needed to do what, call, what God called him to do and to do. And that was to go back and help his kids, his children, and take them out of Pharaoh's hands. Right? He wasn't worried about what he was going to be called anymore. He wasn't worried about what people already saw him as. You guys need to stop letting people keep you in hiding because of, of what they know about you or seen you do or who you once were in the past. There's many different faces in here, you guys. Many different faces. Most of you might not even know each other. Most of you don't, e most of you don't know each other. And what would you say, brother? Don't want to know each other. You hear that? That's the truth, man. That's the truth. Second Samuel two, Second um, Samuel, eleven one and six. Oops, I got twelve. You guys getting it quicker in and out? No. One and six. It happened in the spring of the year at the time when kings go out to battle that David sent uh, Jab, Jab, I can't remember his name, huh? Okay. And his servants with him and all Israel, and they destroyed the people of Ammonon and besieged Rab, Rabbah. But David remained in Jerusalem. Then it happened one evening that David arose from his bed and walked on the roof of the king's house. And from the roof, he saw a woman bathing. And the woman was very beautiful to behold. So David sent and inquired about the woman. And someone said, and someone said, so it was told, right? Is this not Bathsheba, the daughter of Elam, Elam, the wife of Uri, the Hedi? Then David sent messengers and took her, and she came to him, and he lay with her. Okay, you guys, there's, there's no kids in here, right? They had sex, okay, for she was cleansed from her ink. ink Impurity, and she returned to her house, and the woman conceived. So she sent and told David, and said, "I am with child." Again, we see another person is going to be called by out of his name as an adulterer, uh, a man of just lust, right? You know, many times I've been told. As a leader in the church, by my pastor, because I would get frustrated, you guys. I get frustrated when I would get disciples that I had a disciple and teach them and get them, you know, to stop doing the things that we used to do in the streets. 
and then I put all this time and effort, and then they're gone back to the street. I would get frustrated. I would tell our pastor, like, I want to go find them. And not in a good way, like, mad. And he was like, man will always disappoint me. Okay? God will never disappoint us. Stop looking at men for approval or to do anything other than, you know what? You got to just teach and hope and pray that they caught something. That that seed is planted and is gone. Let somebody else water it. That's not our problem. We do our part until they leave from us. I only have a short time with certain people, and I understand that I got to give everything that I can and hope for the best. My son, my son, when my son and his wife and the kids left, I, I, I cried like a baby when they were leaving. I hated it. I hated it. I was mad at God for three days. I was mad at her, too. I don't know why I was mad at her, too. But our children are, you got to teach them everything that you can. And then when it comes to the age, you got to let them go. And you should have that faith in God that, you know what, I raised them up well. I taught them everything that I could. And now they're in God's hands. That's what you have faith in. Yes, David had the opportunity to stay, to say no to his lust, right? David had the, the opportunity. But we all fall even, even when we're walking with Christ. Even when you're with him, you will fall short. Pastors, leadership, teachers, everybody will fall even when you're walking with Christ. Except for Brother Charles. He, he was in the army. He was camped in Germany, so he, he's hard. He knows what's up. They come hard over there. Check this out, though. But you must, everybody say, we must have a heart of repentance. Repent. Repent. Like I said, Moses didn't wake up and say, I'm going to go kill somebody. It happened. When you wake up and you screw up, then you get up and then you repent. I told you guys a story when me and my wife were driving recently, well, six months ago already, and this guy cut us off and we almost went in the wall. And I chased him out, pulled him out in the middle of the street on Martin Luther King and Cheyenne in the hood. Pulled him out. And I ran up on him, ready to smash on him. And I remembered that I'm a Christian. That quickly, you guys, you guys can forget. And then I woke up, and then all I just seen is everybody with their phones. And I said, I'm going to be on the news right now. I went back in the car, and I, and I just looked at my wife, and I said, what did I tell you, Ben? I'm sorry, I, I, 
I did not crucify my flesh yet. And the rest of the drive to work, I was repenting. I didn't let that, that build up. I know what I'm about, man. I know what I am without God, you guys. I know what I am. I know what I am. You guys know what you are. Don't let the world keep saying those names to you because that's not what you are in Christ. We're men and women of God. That is your name. 1 Samuel um, 13, 14. I said 1 Samuel, right? 13, 14? Okay, see what that says, right? Somebody's messing with my Bible. I can't even blame my kids. They're not even around. Um, I, wa- I want to say this is it. Let me, let, let's just say this is it. 13, 14. Let's see what it says here. Says here, but but your but now your kingdom shall not continue. The Lord has sought for himself a man after his own heart, and the Lord has commanded him to be commander over his people, because you have not kept what the Lord commanded you. Amen. First Samuel sixteen seven. I hear kids back there, but they're not mine. 16.7 says, But the Lord said to Samuel, Do not look at his appearance or at his physical stature, because I have refused him. For the Lord does not see a man sees a, a man. Man sees. For... For man looks at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the That's what he looks at. Thank God he looks at the heart. Thank God he looks at the heart. Let me tell you why I say that. I I have I have been asking for for this man for years to come to my church. And that was my boss right there, Dave Ray. Years. But let me tell you something. This man gave me an opportunity that nobody else would. I'm an ex-felon. That's what they see. That's what they hear. That's what's on my paperwork. And the man next to him, they both gave me an opportunity to come in and work for them. I worked for them for 10 years. They took me from a place where I felt like I was nothing and gave me an opportunity after opportunity after opportunity. Not only to just be seen and heard, but to believe in myself to do more than what I was doing. That's what you got to see. They didn't just look at the paperwork. They said, okay, we're going to give you an opportunity. Can you give you a shot? God looks at your guys' heart, not the outside appearance. I'm 
I'm not even going to go off this last note right here. I'm going to tell you guys something right now. You guys all are included in this because I do this, and we need to stop doing this. You don't know who's sitting around you. You don't know where they came from. You don't even know what they're doing. Check this out. I'll introduce you guys real quick. Brother Paul, stand up. You guys know Brother Paul back there? Yeah? Well, if you don't know, he's the director of the sober home. Okay? Some of the people you see coming in here, they're, they're ex-addicts. They're fighting their, their addiction. Different things are going on. Go ahead, Brother Paul, sit down. So, um, Alex, stand up, Alex. Alex was our director at the street teens where, where we were, I was volunteering, now I'm working with them. She was there. She's gone, and you're gone back to the homeless adults, right? You see what I'm saying? You don't even know who's seeing you. Go ahead, Alex, sit down. You don't even know who's around you guys. Some of the brothers that are in here are ex-gangbangers. They have left that lifestyle. My little sister right there, Carla. Stand up, Carla. She had a she had a close encounter yesterday. She was supposed to be in a car. She carpools with her friends. That day she didn't feel like going. You wouldn't you were late, huh? And what happened to the person in the car in front of you? They wrecked in the car. Go ahead, Carla, sit down. You don't understand. What is God's doing for you behind the scenes? But that quickly, your life is gone. There ain't no chances to get it right. You don't have that chance to get it right. I'm not trying to put nobody on blast up here. I'm trying to get you guys to understand and open your eyes and see. What is your purpose? What are people calling you? What is your name? Let's get a new name. Let's get that name of, of son and daughter of Christ. Men and women of God that are real, real. Real, real. What is real, real? That you're real about yours. I told a story a long time ago about when Dave, I'm going to keep using Dave because he's here. He took us hiking. He wanted to kill me. I swear he wanted to kill me. Up in the mountains. I go, who does that, man? I told him, only white people climb mountains and hike for the hell of it. What the heck is that? And he had me and brother uh, Al over here walking with him, going to the mountains. And I was a lot heavier, huh? And I stopped and I was like, I haven't prayed yet. He goes, that's the way I started. I haven't prayed yet. And he said, it's not always about God. You're right. It's okay. I haven't prayed, Dave, stop. And then a couple of seconds later, what did we see? Do you remember those guys walking up? They were missionaries. And what did you say? I'll never do that again. And I prayed. Two missionaries came out of nowhere and came and prayed with me. They were, you couldn't see nothing down there. It was a long track. Where, where did it come from? God knew I needed help, and he wasn't going to give it to me. You know what he said to me? You want me to tell you the truth, what he said? Wait right here. I'm going to take off running, and I'll come back around. Do you remember that, Al? 
Remember, he took off running. I'm going to go run the whole track. I want to time myself. I'm still there dying. Like, okay, let's go. But God knows what you need and what time you need it and how you need it. He'll find you. As long as you, as long as you call out to him, he'll find you. And if you don't believe me, test me. Test him. Test him.